Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know, with late lunch on LMFM Radio, on the airwaves and on Facebook Live this afternoon. Hello to everybody out there. And guess what? Yes, it's time for books. Books for children, young children, children at primary school, secondary, young adults. Yes, we're going to cover it all off today in the next half hour on Late Lunch because I'm delighted to welcome back to Late Lunch for a second year reviewing for us, Mia Madden. Yes, she is Margaret Madden's daughter, so books are coursing through her veins. Mia, really good to see you again. And this year, she's joined by a very special man. He's former arts editor with the Irish Times, children's author, best known for his Darkmouth series. He says, and to quote from his Twitter handle, I make stuff up for a living. This is what he says. By God, does he make it up and make it up well, let me say. And he is, at the moment, Mead Library's writer-in-residence, Shane Hegarty. It's great to have you with us today. Hi, lovely to be here. You're very welcome to the show. Now, could we start with the littlies? And and the, the guys have split this up between them. And Mia's focusing on... Mia, isn't it the teens you're really talking yeah, about? Yeah, more like YA, because okay. that's all I read. Okay, great stuff. That's fantastic. And Shane, you're going to dovetail with me in and out on the other ages can we start with the littlies and let me tell you my heart jumped when I saw your first recommendation well I have uh, five year old twins who will turn six this week and I have a seven year old who will turn eight next week and I have a nearly uh, 13 year old and actually they all love the president's glasses uh, or the president's cat yeah, and yeah, the president's glasses yeah right the glasses came first the glasses it? came first and we have to read the two of them together right because they get two stories at bedtime yeah. and I love it and these are just fantastic picture books and and I really mean picture books it's the pictures that make it and, and I know that a lot of families all around Ireland uh, have know these books and love them and love the fact that it's sort of Michael D mm. uh, whether it's uh, officially Michael D or not but uh, The President's Cat is a very simple story about uh, Michael D uh, leaving the cat behind on holidays and the cat makes its way across Ireland through uh, so many kind of familiar yeah. tourist spots meets lots of different people and it's just wonderful and it's one of those that has little clues and as you're reading it and lots of little details for the kids to look at and if they've been in the zoo or they've been wherever they will see so much and it's a joy and it never stops and one of the great things when you're when you're a reader uh, for little kids is you want to make sure you enjoy that book oh, as well yes. and it is a joy as an adult to read as well well I have to say I have a little granddaughter called Ava as they know she's three and a half and the glasses has been 
to bedtime I don't know how many times she can yeah. actually read the book now nearly without opening it she knows it that, that well so I'm just hoping that Santa might just bring you know the president's cat this Christmas so fingers crossed Shane on that one now the second for the little east the wonky donkey so the wonky donkey is a funny one because it's a 10 year old book it's from New Zealand um, it wasn't particularly well known here but it sold it, it, it sold about a million copies actually in New Zealand and Australia so he was doing okay for himself and then <laughs> there's a, a Scottish granny which I think is literally what, what she calls herself read the story to her tiny toddler uh, grand son or daughter I'm not sure which and uh, put the thing on YouTube and the sight of this Scottish granny losing it completely while reading The Wonky Donkey has propelled this book to number one in the Amazon uh, rankings Isn't and that a story? And there's a song that goes with it uh, and it's just it's it's, it's, it's no story it's just a great little sort of rhyming thing in which they add silliness onto silliness onto silliness and it's it's actually as much about the it's the pictures but it's also much about the story and the silliness of the honky tonky uh, wonky donkey and all this stuff I love and, it. and the words and it's just it's I think, brilliant I, I think I'll get it myself for Christmas to be honest with you you've convinced me that much anyway the wonky donkey is number two let's go to young adult now and bring in Mia Madden what's your first pick this year Mia the first one I chose was One of Us is Lying by Karen M. McManus which ooh that's an interesting title for a young adult isn't it um, it was um, it was po- really popular there at one stage I think last year and I uh, kind of jumped on the bandwagon late um, but it's about um, four teenagers in school and there's been a death <laughs> of course all these have some kind of dark <laughs> morbid side to them yeah. um, but um, um, they're all accused of killing that person right and um um, throughout this entire thing I was trying to figure out who was doing it but I just couldn't it's completely unpredictable and the character development oof, very very fantastic is amazing and does it keep you hanging till the very end oh yeah oh definitely right to the finish yeah Oh, yeah. And you don't get the answer until you turn those last few pages. Well, I think that is a great recommendation. And it's called One of Us is Lying. Murder, mystery, suspense. And you're going to have to read it to the very end. What else? What else have you for us? Give us another one. (laughs) I also have um, Dark Wood, Dark Water by Tina Callaghan. Um, It's her debut. It's a kind of horror um, fantasy novel. Um, I'd say it's slightly older YA maybe like 15, 16. Um, but it's based in Ireland around an old folk tale in a town um, about there being a monk who um, put taxes on the town and, of course, the town people got angry um, and he started killing them. Of course, again, uh, dark twists. You <laughs> love this dark I side, do, don't you? I do, I <laughs> do. But it, this is a, a, another one highly recommended for this Christmas oh, yes, time. definitely. Widely available. You loved it as well. So it's an Irish book called Dark Wood, Dark Water by Tina Callan. And it, it's our first one, you say, yeah? Yeah. And you liked it as a debut. Do you, what do you think of it as a debut? Um, incredible. Like, it was even nominated for an Irish Book Award. Great. I'm looking at the <laughs> cover here. Hey, Shane, that cover nearly scary you by itself. I know. It? There's a good kind of uh, blasted tree on the front of it. Yes. Aren't there, there are brilliant... Um, I mean, look, I, I know I'm slightly biased being an Irish writer, but there are amazing, amazing amount of really great Irish writers out there at the moment. Mm. And that's the big difference for me. Uh, you growing up, you see this as a normal thing. When I was growing up back in the sort of Middle Ages, the... Um, if you're the Middle Ages, I think... <laughs> 
I think I'm in the dark <laughs> ages. Uh, but we didn't have much to read as uh, that was sort of Irish mm. when we were when we were kind of got to a certain stage. In fact, really, as kids writing at all, as, at all, and um, there were so few. So it's wonderful that there are so many brilliant for brilliant this Irish age writers. category. For, yeah, and as actually well. for all, all, you know, really from kind of as I said, sort of toddlers all the way up. But especially, I think, for your age, uh, mm. Mia and you can get stories that are set in Ireland as well. Yes, and which is you brilliant. You feel you can connect with them while... Which is brilliant. Let's yeah. hop back to you and give us a couple for our slightly older children. Yeah, yeah. So, so I suppose one of the things, when I, I visit a lot of schools and libraries and, um, you know, I've been all around uh, Meath, especially obviously in the last couple of months, and you find that, that, that young readers, I suppose the kind of primary school age, maybe into first year, they've all read... Roldal and they've all read David Williams and they've all read Harry Potter and so I just thought there were a few different things maybe to to select as well because there's so many other books out there and sometimes when parents are looking to buy or you know kind of young readers are always looking for something just that little bit different. Yes. So I kind of picked out a, a, a couple. Um, there's one of the, and I should, maybe the first one I should start just briefly with is, because um, he's an Irish writer, is Paul Kenny. So there's, he has a book called Tin which is and robots are going to be big now in the next while and uh, I say that slightly biased as well because I've got a book about robots which will be coming out <laughs> but, um, but they actually you can see a sort of a move towards that sort of whole idea of what it means to artificial intelligence and technology and all of that and he has an absolutely charming and wonderful book which was a Waterstones book of the year last year in the UK or book of the month last year which is a big deal uh, in the UK and it's about a boy who kind of comes to realization that maybe everything it isn't isn't what he thought he was and it's got all those elements that you love in children's writing it's got fantasy humor but it has that kind of creepiness it has cruel humans it is everything and porig is a fantastic me and madden is very happy yeah. with you saying <laughs> that very happy but it's, it's one because that's the great thing about books for young readers you can put so much in you can yes. you can you can really go in all sorts of different directions and you can have that fantasy and that adventure and yet at the heart of it like this you can have that heart and so emotion. Tin is this Tin the, by Porter Kenny you recommend. and what age again what are you talking about I would say for, for this you'd be talking kind of again it depends on the reader but you'd be talking sort of eight upwards maybe that sort of um, sixth class first year okay. but, I, but I always I'm always very reluctant to pigeonhole exactly okay, the age group because it's amazing enough. what um, what some very young kids will read and yes. what older different uh, stages of development exactly. and you know their ability to but take it's, it it's, it's a novel uh, so uh, and it wouldn't be picture heavy or anything so okay. it would definitely be a kind of 10, 11, 12 would be Okay one more quickly before the break give me another one Father. Yeah so the, the other big thing I just mentioned Harry Potter but for somebody looking for a series I suppose if they've read Harry Potter and they're looking for something new there's a Nevermore uh, by uh, Jessica Townsend The Trials of Morrigan Crow is a great uh, there's another a second book called Wondersmith just out and it's about a girl who's supposed to die on her 11th birthday uh, she's cursed to die but manages to escape and ends up in this other world where she faces certain trials and it's a supernatural story it's got that wonderful world creation about it that you get that people love about the you know things like Harry Potter and whatever it's a, and that has been a massive hit it's a New York Times best selling list again I think she's Australian a lot of brilliant stuff coming out of Australia at the moment but it is 
it is fantastic. And if somebody's looking for a new series to kind of get into mm. starting this year, this is definitely one that I think a lot of, again, that sort of 10, 11, 12-year-olds, a little younger, a little older either side are going to absolutely love. Yeah, I'm kind you, of liking the sound of this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you are, Mia. Those two really sound fascinating. That's Nevermore, The Trails of Morrigan Crow by Jessica Townsend, uh, recommended by Shane as well. We're talking about children's books at Christmas time, giving you our recommendations. Well, not mine. The wonderful Shane Hegarty, Mead Libraries writer-in-residence is with us. And our YA, our young adult reviewer-in-residence now on Late Lunch at Christmas time is here, Mia Madden. And we'll be back after this break with more books. Pay attention. Shane Hegarty and Mia Madden are with me on Late Lunch and we're having some crack during the break there. And if you're on Facebook Live, you'll have seen what happens in the outtakes here. But we're very good, very careful. We didn't spill any beans at all. But we, we're saying, Shane, just a quick one. Yeah. It's so important to support your local bookshop. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I've got a fantastic small bookshop in, in Scaries where I live, where, as I said, Paddy in there, if you want a book... He, you will go in and he will he will write it down this thing they have called paper and he uh, he he uh, orders it through through the, you know millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom like Evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me that wasn't an option I never really was a salad guy that's just not who I am but Noom worked for me Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Standard channels like arrives in the post two days later. Yes. And it's better than Amazon because you get a chat, uh, you get more recommendations for books and our bookshops are wonderful places and I, look, I love just wandering in and, and, and oh, browsing. And yes, go do it. Go yeah. to your shop and draw it on dog, Navin, Kells, Trim and the local area. Support them. They need the support. No good crying over spilt milk when they're gone. Me and Madden, back to you. Young adult, what's next on your list this Christmas? 
And the next one I have is uh, Cecilia Ahern's Flawed, which I admit I haven't read in a while, but it, um, I do remember when I read it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, it's about this character, Celestine North, who um, kind of just speaks out against the government and gets branded as flawed and is stripped of many privileges in her life, such as like even what she eats, where she goes to school, um, where she sits on public transport. And it's just this... Um, a completely made up world where perfection is necessary and the slightest flaw is punished. Mm, how did that make you feel as a young woman like, reading ooh. that? Oh yeah, I know I'm <laughs> definitely not perfect, which is um, Who is Mia? But I'm I know, saying, yeah, exactly. I'm saying, you know, a society like that, you know, yeah, would be shocking would be awful, it? Mm, awful It really would. So you really like, this book is out a while, is it? Yes. Yeah, it's few years yes stage. but worth going back to worth reading again definitely god i really need to revisit it yes and there's uh, a second book is the second book yeah called the, perfect? The, is that se- right? the second book is called perfect which so you're flawed and perfect on yeah, the other yeah. hand yeah. which is the the yin and the yang i take it yeah. in in the two books i interviewed her recently she's lovely yeah oh she really she's amazing. is amazing and a she? brilliant writer i think uh, oh, uh, people yeah. forget what a wonderful story she teller. is yeah. she is she's a brilliant storyteller as right come on another one for young adults miss mia um, the next one I did last time, um, George by Alex Gino. Uh, it's about this um, young boy who knows inside that he is indeed a girl. So it's about transgender and dysphoria in children, which I love reading about dysphoria because I'm not trans, so I don't know what it's like to experience mm. that. And I love getting to see what these people have to deal with. Yeah. So just so you can sympathise with them on a new level. Mm. So you're recommending, oh my God, isn't that amazing, Shane? She's come back to it again and recommended it for a second time. It's that good? Yeah, definitely. But that's the thing. I think, again, young readers now, they've not just a sort of a choice of different stories and books, but they've so many different types of experiences they can yes. learn about and and thankfully books now uh, are beginning to represent all the different sort of shades of human of, of, of you know kind of people in terms of experiences and backgrounds and culture and uh, and you know I suppose again when we were growing up we didn't have all of that and it really mm. helps open up their yes, minds the conversation and, and, yeah. and, and the, the learning of it and the understanding as well. There's, there's actually a book here which I was going to recommend yeah, for that sort of, um, so the, you know, slightly younger readership possibly, but yes. um, it's, oh, sorry, I'll hold it up there for you <laughs> for Facebook Live. And it's a wonderful cover, Flying Tips for Flightless Birds by Kelly McGochran, which I actually just um, finally picked up over the weekend myself because I'd been looking forward to reading it. Um, and this is kind of an interesting story. It's set in a circus. Again, it's up in Belfast. It's a circus school. And it's a story of uh, trapeze artists and love. But it's a kind of different approach. It's about uh, two boys who end up having to kind of, you know, do this trapeze act together. And it's... Um, it's a, it's a love story with a difference. And I think that, again, you're finding that if you're young and you're looking, you, sometimes you mightn't have felt represented in books. And these books do that. And I think that's one of the, the big differences that have um, definitely come in over the last few years. Okay. And really for the best. Yeah, for good. Your yeah. final one in this category is The Afterwards. Yeah, which is maybe, again, just ever so slightly younger, but it's... Look, kids' books, as I was saying, they, rep- they do so much. Yeah. They, um, in terms of... I think people sometimes feel you have to protect kids from different ideas or themes it's not true at all I remember when I was writing my Dartmouth books I was told by my editor make it scarier you know you can make it gorier kids don't mind it and now the afterwards isn't gory but it's about death 
And mm. it's about grief and it's about coming to terms with it. It's about friends and one of them dies. And then one finds a way to the to the afterlife um, to kind of go and rescue them. And it's a really, really fine tale with some beautiful illustrations in it. And again, I think I, what I love about books for young people is just how much heart and emotion and how... Yeah. They, they try and deal with these topics, but mm. often in a way that's also got adventure and drama mm. and humour. And um, and it's why I don't, while we talk about them being books for younger readers, adults will find huge amounts I was just going to say that. I'd be intrigued by that. But you know, when you are young and, and the world's your oyster, you yeah. don't expect somebody to pass away. No, no. And we've, and look, I'm sure many, re, uh, many, many people, many readers of these books, many listeners here, we've all experienced it. And especially with our own children, we have to explain something yes. that feels unexplainable and when they pick up books like this or um, you know there are people like uh, writers like Oliver Jeffers an illustrator an Irish illustrator and writer he's he's approached these topics as well in a very kind of beautiful way yeah. and with for even younger readers again mm. The Heart and the Bottle for instance so it's um, I'd really recommend that and, and it, it has said it approaches a topic which it might be hard to articulate yes. and talk about yes. ourselves it's taboo at times we can yeah. say that A.F. Harold is the author A.F. Harold the uh, Afterwards, highly yeah. recommended by Shane. Back to me. Does, do you want to say anything about that book or that topic there? You, uh, you understand what we're, we're getting at there. Would that intrigue you? Um, going to the afterlife and seeing the past. I haven't experienced much death in my life, but I would definitely go back <laughs> to yes. go to the afterlife and see those who have lost. Yes, A.F. Harold. That's really interesting. Yeah, A.F. Harold, who's, um, and also I should say, one of the things that maybe don't, they don't get enough credit, illustrated by Emily Gravett. Okay. And the illustrators now as well are beginning to get lots of yeah. credit for... A.F. Uh, Harold is the author of The Afterwards. Yeah. You have one more book, no, Miss Madden, on one. your table. Is this your top pick for the year? I'd say so. Ooh, the best wine to last, come on. <laughs> Um, it's called Starfish and it's by Akami Don Bowman probably just completely Why messed up that name. Why is this brilliant? It's just an incredible storyline and the language is beautiful. The emotion it invokes is it's just so accurate and realistic. Like um, the mother character in this book um, is like the main character's worst enemy constantly taking her down telling her she'll never be as good as the white folk because she's Asian incredibly racist um, but she just makes me it, it makes I'd say everyone feel angry like you just completely mess everyone up yes. it's just so annoying <laughs> even just thinking about it now so this book really made a big impact on you oh yeah Thought-provoking, raising issues. So it it does have a good um, storyline based on love. Okay, as well, running right through it. So that book, can we say it's your book of the year? I'd say so. Oh, great, great. (laughs) Well done to you. It's called Starfish by Akame Dawn is the uh, author of that book there. And one well worth picking up for a young adult in your life this Christmas. Back to yourself, Shane, before we finish, because you've opted for a couple of non-fictions. Yeah, because obviously uh, there are loads of great fiction stories out there but we've seen the last few years some really fantastic non-fiction books uh, coming out of Ireland as well and I know Irelandopedia was a big thing a couple of years ago so um, the Irish Book Awards gave an award to Blazing a Trail Irish Women Who uh, Changed the World by Sarah Webb and Lauren O'Neill as the illustrator and it is great because again if you love history if you love 
great tales uh, of real people and if you love kind of discovering things about uh, you know about uh, great figures in, our, uh, uh, in Irish life who we didn't know anything about this is great and it has fantastic daring do adventurers inventors a surgeon who pretended to be a man uh, for years in order to further a career and all these great women of Irish life some of them well known some of them completely forgotten and, and it's so appropriate because this is the 100th anniversary of women getting exactly. the vote of yeah. taking their place properly, you know what I mean, in the democratic system. So this yeah. is timely, and it is, and it's, but and it's a great gift book. So it's not. I mean, Sarah is one of the best sort of children's writers Ireland has, mm. and uh, she has made this. So it's a great, entertaining read. And I, I worry sometimes that boys don't read these kind of books because boys have an awful tendency not to read what they think are girls' books. Well, that is stopping right here and now. Exactly. Gentlemen, young boys, boys in general, you're to get this book for Christmas and read it and share it around the place. It's called Blazing a Trail, Irish Women Who Changed the World by Sarah Webb and Lauren O'Neill. And finally... And finally, now I'm going to try and pronounce this properly. So Dr. Hibernica Finch's Compelling Compendium of Irish Animals. And that's written by Rob McGuire. You notice uh, the way I left that to you. Uh, it's, uh, it's illustrated by Aga Grandowicz, which is a great name as well, a Polish illustrator. And again, I mentioned Irelandopedia. So many of these books now are really beautifully illustrated. The illustrations are so much part of it. And this is, it's a, it's a natural history book. It's a, it's a book which kind of talks about Irish animals and the things you might see out and about. Um, and I suppose it reminds me, I grew up with Eamon de Butler, you know. Ah, and, and yes. And we're being a hero. Yeah. And, and it's, I suppose this is, this is the updated version mm. of that. And if you even see the cover of it, as I'm sure people will see in the bookshops, it has a stag uh, on the cover. It's the most fantastic um, arresting cover. And it's a wonderful, wonderful book on the inside. And these are books that kids will cherish. Yes. And again, the adults will really love mm. as well. And... Uh, I suppose like a lot of I have loads of books which I've kept over the years all those old encyclopedias and things and these are the kind of books that definitely even in years to come when people say well we need to get rid of some books will we bring them to the charity shop they go, no we'll keep that one these that's a special book these are the standards the one you keep it's Dr Hibernica Finch's compelling compendium of Irish animals by Rob Maguire and Aga Grandowitz not bad I think I hit it in one there. <laughs> anyway, it's just been brilliant with both of you. Just a quick question. Mead Library's writer-in-residence, how long are you with us for? I am literally... I mean, this is pretty much my last gig, oh, believe it or not. I've had two no. wonderful months uh, yes. in libraries all over Mead and schools, and I've had a fantastic time. And you've been such a wonderful addition to the libraries. I know that as well. I've heard the feedback. Congratulations oh, to you. you. Well, thank it. you so much for coming today and making a recommendation. And what can I say about Mia Madden? A dynasty of books is safe in the hands of this young woman. Thank you so much for your recommendations, Mia, again this year uh, on the show. So folks, you won't go far wrong. We'll say goodbye to everybody on Facebook Live for the moment and uh, look if you haven't got something there to buy for somebody this Christmas I don't know what to say you've been just brilliant thanks again to Mia Madden and Shane Hegarty thank you Hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out Quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50-80% to less than other high-end brands and the best part They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.